Hey guys, Jared Sag Lawrence here, founder of Modern Flirting. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Flirting Podcast. I am joined here with the legendary Kieran Walsh with Ghost, getting our shit together, which a lot of guys need to do. How are you doing, Kieran? I'm good, mate. I'm really liking that intro. Legendary. Legendary. I'm not sure if, I, <laughs> I'm, not sure if I'm there yet, but... You will be. By the time this comes out, you will be. So, <laughs> so let's get into, for guys who don't know or never heard of you, right? Uh, what it is exactly that you do? How are you changing the game, so to speak? Uh, yeah, well, so the short answer would be dating coach. Um, but our philosophy at um, Ghost, getting our shit together, is um, that I understand the dating stuff really well. Um, I don't know if you or your listeners uh, remember the book The Game when it came out about mm-hmm. 16 years ago, something like that. I, I was always sort of doing okay with women. I was about 16 when it came out and I just remember reading it. Um, and obviously now we know in the community that a lot of the content maybe isn't so hot, mm-hmm. but it was just that sort of, um, I don't know, the analytical approach to, to dating and that sort of thing really just sort of lit this fire in me. And then from there, I've been um, practicing ever since really. I mean, going out, um, meeting new people, looking at theory, looking at, okay, what's the actual evolutionary psychology basis behind what we're talking about here? Sure. What does it mean to be attractive? All of that sort of good stuff. Um, and eventually I got quite good at it, as anyone does, if they're, if they're doing something repetitively and they're doing it smartly. Um, and then it got to a point where I felt like I was really comfortable in dating. I, I had a lot of choice. And then my friends were coming to me and asking about, different psychology questions surrounding attraction, that sort of thing, and relationship stuff. Started helping them, then started helping friends of friends, and then thought, you know, let's, let's turn this into a business. So let's get into like the, you know, not everybody does get better, even though they're repeating it, they're going at it again and again and again. There is a giant failure rate I've seen amongst, when I, I talked to the majority of guys I talked to, they get a little bit better, and then they plateau, and then they can't get to the next level. They just, whatever they try. So you talked about doing this smartly, uh, what is the right way to learn this? How does somebody actually get to that next level? Okay, yeah. So firstly, I think it's like, so if you put it up against a discipline like weightlifting, say fitness, sure, um, sure. you're going to improve faster if you have a good roadmap. So if you know someone who's done it before and they've noted exactly what's important, so what sort of nutrition going in, what sort of length of reps, all of that sort of thing, um, then you're going to get there a lot faster. I had um, RSD as a resource when I was coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, now they, they're not even making a comment about whether they're good or bad or overall, but they, they were very helpful to me. It's just something about the way they described theory. It was very matter of fact and to the point and that gelled with me and I was able to learn off them really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, I just had a proclivity to to want to go out, try this stuff. I'm naturally quite um, talkative, um, and yeah, so learning smart to me would be um, having a good roadmap. If you want to, like, like I say, it's up to you. If you're pretty good with women already and you want to um, just improve a little bit, yeah, maybe just like picking up some free resources, looking at YouTube videos, that might get you there. If you're maybe coming from a little bit of a tougher place, you might say, well, actually, I don't have 10 years to dilly-dally around with this stuff. I want to get better, get better quickly. I'm going to go to someone who knows and you can set up a plan and that plan's always going to include hard work. It's always going to include lots of practice. That's where the gains are going to be made. Um, but yeah, that's what I would say working smartly. Is. So what were your main, because it sounds like you were already kind of good 
coming into this, what was your main sticking point or big things that you had to learn or aha moments along the way? Yeah, I don't know about good. I, I just was, I was sort of 16 and I was just average, I suppose. It was like, okay. um, I'd had a couple of little girlfriends. I mean, what I'm saying is I know a lot of guys are coming from a difficult place. So I had quite a nice, happy upbringing with loving family and all of that. Right. So once, when you're set up like that, it's quite easy to go out into the world and have it, have maybe some less insecurities than, than other guys. Um, so yeah, I was, and like I say, being naturally quite talkative, um, it was, yeah, it was, it was fairly natural for me to do, sure. but just something about my interest in psychology, when I, like I say, saw that and read that book, The Game, it was just like, wow. And it was just, it was as if I couldn't do anything else. I just had, I was just so enraptured by this content that I had to spend some time. I can, I can a hundred percent relate on that. When I got into it, it was for the... The next three years, I ate, slept, breathed this shit. I couldn't really focus on anything else. I went from an A-plus student, like really good student, to like a B-minus student oh, no. almost overnight because I just didn't give a shit. I was literally just, you know, whatever. So I think that's a big theme I found is a lot of guys, when they get obsessed with it, literally like obsessed. And obsession mm -hmm. is usually considered like a bad word. But mm -hmm. in this case, I think it's the make or break thing. I think when people really do make it an obsession, that's when they break through. That's when they get results beyond what they thought was possible yeah. um yeah definitely you yeah, know i mean i think there i think it's good like you say it's it's a bit of a, a loaded word um but if you if you really want to get good you might have to take a year's worth of really intense sort of focus on this mm -hmm. um and just say okay where i'm at at the moment isn't good enough um and i'm going to implement until i get where i need to be yeah so obviously uh on the podcast i've interviewed tons of different dating coaches from the girls like Kezia or Marnie from guys like Robbie or legendary Hypnotica to you name it. Right. Uh, what would you say makes you different from all these other guys uh, that are out there? What makes you actually kind of feel like stand out amongst the crowd? Sure. Um, well, first, like disclaimers, first of all, we've been doing this a year um, and I know you, you're a seasoned vet, uh, Jared, and a lot of the guys that you speak to, a lot of the names you mentioned there are, and like, I've got to respect that and where they're coming from. Um, where I think we can be different as a brand is I've always felt that this industry, um, and I know lots of people disagree, but I feel like it can come up for air a little bit. Um, I think it, I think it is a little bit relegated to, um, okay, something that's weird and like po the political left, the political right, both are kind of in agreement that this pickup stuff is a bit dodgy or however you want to say it. Sure. And I just feel like, no, I, I and I just think with perseverance, and with the right branding and the right sort of, what I think it comes down to is like this, um, looking at that sort of criticism and saying like, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. It's, it, it can be a little bit freaky, a little bit weird, but just trust us, just once you get in the door, it'll be okay, it will make sense. Like, just just accept that it's a little bit nerdy, a little bit creepy is the one word, but it's, it is a little bit nerdy to get into this at the start, but yeah. but so what? Like, I mean, if, if like, like my my girlfriend's into like comics and and D and D and stuff like that, and that's that's much more widely accepted now as a society. And I think I think we can do the same for dating and games. So when if guys are you know training with you, I guess I'm just trying to like, what's your like school of thought on this? Do you like show them a lot of different like maybe routines? Are you kind of just giving them drills or exercises to do more improv stuff? Yeah. What is like the key things when you're, when you're working with a guy that you're really looking to like change and fix around here? What are you trying to like teach at, at its core? 
So, yeah, I would say it's a real sort of case by case basis thing. And it's interesting you say um, techniques um, and, and I've mentioned this before to other coaches. It's 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 funny because when this industry came about, I mean, I know it's older than 30 years, but when it sort of really comes to prominence about 20, 30 years ago, um, it was very much sort of technique based, very much like outcome orientated. Um, and as this industry has grown, it's just become deeper and deeper. And I think um, that us as coaches have had to adopt sort of um, CBT methods, cognitive mm -hmm. behavioral therapy, and it's like teasing out. Oftentimes it's like some, the guy might have been bullied when he was like four years old or six years old. Sure. And there's something that we need to just tease out from back then. And then once you become conscious of something, it's you can let go of it. Let go of it. That's what I found. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's really a case by case basis. I want the first initial call with a guy, let's say I'm talking to them for an hour. Um, it's going to just be finding out about their story, where they're coming from, exactly what they're looking for. Okay. Um, and then just opening it up when they it's, it's like an interaction, really, with, with a girl, because when they say something, I'm going to need I'm going to know, OK, I need to pivot over here. What was that you just said? That sounds important to me. We're going to need to tease that out. Um, but yeah, so so it really would be a case by case basis, and it's and it is a case of like, okay, we're we're speaking say on the Saturday morning. You're going out tonight. I want you to just focus on these couple of things. So I know where you, you from this hour's talk. I know where you're at um, skill wise with this. So can so, you give us an example, maybe of like what like the last guy you worked with? What couple of things sure. was he working on? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So he so this is a guy where. He is, um, and I won't say his name, but just shout out if you listen. He's a good guy, right? He'll recognize this. He um, has sort of uh, comedic um, potential, and like, and I think he almost has done some stand-up gigs, um, and, and we'd like to get into that a little bit more. And he enjoys sort of shocking humor, um, and and sometimes he can just go over the line a little bit, and that's something I can completely relate to because. I like like him. I'm the sort of guy where I would have said the slightly off thing. I'm try, like I'm trying to be a bit wild, a bit funny, um, but sometimes it's not so relatable. So what I told to this guy was, just remember the two Venn diagrams of authenticity, which is you want to get this sort of a little bit wild, a little bit jokey personality out of yourself, which is mm. which is great, but that's so that's one of the circles in the Venn diagram, and the other circle is relatability. So just just when like when those the, the sweet spot in the middle of those two circles, that's when you know it's going to be really hitting, and that's when it's gonna you're gonna sort of see results from it. Um, the other thing that I said to him was uh, leadership. This was a huge uh, and like physical leadership, like literally exactly. like like baby stepping the girl out of the club and then back to yours, obviously with consent and all of that. But when I understood this, this is when I realized, okay, this is what it means. This is how you can meet people quickly. Good things can happen really quickly. Um, and it's just huge. It's just it's just literally like you talk to a girl at the bar, say, and move her five feet up the bar with you and just say, like, I'll oh, just come up with so we can just talk to the, the barman up here. Get a shot with her, say. And it's like, then it's like, oh, do you, do you smoke? You, you smoke cigarettes? Maybe she doesn't, maybe she doesn't. Go outside to have a cigarette, come back in, take it to your mates, then take it to her mates. And you're just building a bit of a yes ladder. You're building a little bit of compliance. And then it's no big deal at the end of the night when you say, okay, we, we're heading back to mine for an after party fancy coming. It's just natural for her to follow that. Gotcha. So, yeah. So what's the ultimate uh, goal that you find when working with these guys? What are they trying to accomplish here? How do you know when like the mission is done? 
Well, they've just got like, I mean, oftentimes they've got a deficit. It's like, I just want, I mean, a lot of them is just like, things are going badly. Like I've either had very few relationships or the ones that I'm getting into uh, seem toxic in some way. Um, I don't seem to be able to just light a girl up with, with my attractiveness. And it's just like, they're, I mean, you can come at it from different ways. Maybe society is sort of hampering men. I think there's something to be said for that mm. um, in terms of how you express yourself. Um, we are, I don't know, it's funny, isn't it? Because people say things like, oh, men are feminized, this sort of thing. We are restrained as men. In, I mean, it used to be anger, like the 50s dad, like he was okay to be angry. And maybe that's a good thing that that's changed, but it's how getting a guy to express themselves. A lot of, a lot of these guys who aren't naturally that expressive it's like how are we going to find your inner voice how are we going to get it to come out of you um and just get get it to right. i mean loudness just volume is a big yeah. thing just guys going into interactions and it's like no one can hear you bro <laughs> you gotta speak up a little bit so yeah so, so is the is the okay, actually let me let me let me change this question around. i was going to go more into like the cold approach stuff but let, let's let me let me pivot on this uh mm. earlier on the show here in a previous episode i had one of the leaders of the red pill movement uh mm. come on and i'll i'll, I'll share my thoughts that I, did, I definitely did with him before and, I, and there's a little twist to this to the story yeah. i'll share with you after but what's your whole take on the whole all these pills red pill white pill blue pill yeah. black pill rainbow pill <laughs> like what's your <laughs> It sounds like I'm just as much of an internet nerd as you because I'm okay with, with certainly red pill, blue pill, white pill, black pill. So just very quickly, it's um, black pill is like, so red pill was the original one, right? And it's from the matrix. It's yeah. you take the red pill, you're understanding what reality is. Okay. Maybe the media has been lying to you about a certain scenario. Um, and so you take the red pill, which is you're waking up, you're, you, you come to a truer understanding of a phenomenon, right? Okay. And then, and so blue pill would be the opposite. It's more blue pill is you're accepting the authorities version of things. Um, and then so black pill was this real sort of cynicism of like, um, yeah, just like, oh, yeah, everything's down to looks and it's all biologically determined. And if you're if you're born a beta, you're fucked. And, and white pill is a little bit more optimistic. And it's like, no, actually, we can we can still be true to ourselves and not be deluding ourselves, but we can still have a happy outcome. So where I stand is very much, um, so personally, I would, I would call myself red-pilled. I mean, there's a lot that I hear from, from the news media that I'm either distrustful of or, or wary of. Um, but in general, I'm a pretty optimistic guy. Um, I think that if you, if you just turn off social media, if you turn off your TV, you go out into the real world, people are generally nice. Mm. People aren't, I mean, it's like you can get this understanding of like, um, I know in your country there was like, say, Portland riots for 100 days solid, right? And it's yeah, like, we, so I mean, hell, we stormed, we stormed the Capitol. So that was another yeah, you stormed the, stormed the Capitol. You can just think, Jesus Christ, like insurrection, like like the country's close to going to war, but that's, it's like- you That's, that's what my mom thinks, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like you have an interaction at the grocery or, or in the supermarket and it's like, it's generally nice. It's generally upbeat. So you know, I, one I, of the data, the side topic on the oh. Capitol, I just found out um, a dating coach I know I don't know if you know uh, a Las Vegas-based dating coach, Nathan or Nathaniel. Um, I think the name is rings a bell. Yeah, it's like Alpha. Whatever. Anyways, he was just arrested uh, as being identified as one of the guys who stormed the oh, Capitol. Does, so he, he, uh, does he understand? Like, oh, does he know how long 
he might get charged. It, it was literally on the news. He's been arrested. It was like a few days ago. He just got arrested. So yeah. So like we have a dating coach, a guy in this industry who was there. He's on camera, all that shit. I've I've met him a couple of times back in the United States to live in Las Vegas. So to yeah. me, that was not a little, little side blurb right there. But like, yeah, yeah. there's a there's um, can, you time- imagine, can you imagine just getting like getting oh. caught up in that and now you're looking at i mean they're talking about like 10 years federal cert like so every so time a dating coach has been on the news it's always always awful it makes me like reassess am i in the right industry what the fuck like you, you heard of the gunwich uh scandal or no uh i know the guy i know the gun yeah i know the Gunwich. Guy. I like know the he he shot a girl because she wouldn't give him a blowjob oh god and he, and he went to prison for like a pretty like he didn't kill her thing but like he went to prison for a long long while so there's like a whole scandal with uh the gun witch. There were some yeah. RSD, not coaches, but like approach coaches who were sent yeah. to jail on like rape charges over in oh, San Diego. Wow. I mean, like it's anytime I see anything with it, it's like always something really, really bad. Yeah. And I'm just like, Jesus. That's why I kind of want to get away from like personally my brand and whatever, away from the whole pickup stuff. Sure, of course. More like social circle, like a lifestyle that I build up for the guys. No, agreed. Agreed. I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, we've got a lot of work to do to sort of, to rebrand ourselves i mean we're yeah you're you're a lifestyle coach i'd say i'm a dating coach plus other as, as you'd probably say as well um and yeah we've, we've definitely got work to do i was thinking as well there's the rsd coach julian as well he had that huge scandal. that was like right. a, he did a cnn apology tour yeah yeah world. and then everyone was saying oh you shouldn't have apologized that's where you uh, went wrong but who knows yeah and, i mean it's yeah it, like i say we there's we we've got to change that narrative i i mean and the dice are not weighted in our favor. They're, I mean, the, the mainstream media aren't looking to promote. So what would code. you tell somebody who's listening? You know, I think for the most part, our listeners are guys who understand what's up and, you know, yeah. they, yeah. they know what's going on. But let's just say we have a reporter or we have somebody listening in who has used, used oh, this is all they've seen of the mm. world. What would you tell them is what I would say collective we, but mainly let's keep it on you, what you do. Yeah. Uh, and what they're missing, but if they're only seeing what's about dating coaches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. So look, the bad side, you've just very, um, very properly just explained, like you did a good job of explaining that there. Um, The good side is just like, look, there's there's all these guys out here. Like, I mean, you've heard the term incel, like involuntary celibate. Like there's all these guys out here that are just, um, not doing well in this area, right? They are, they're struggling. Um, and that has knock on effects to the culture. Um, yeah, no, yeah, my, uh, so, so my, my, my dog's acting up, but I'm, I'm keep going. Yeah, no problem. Um, so there's all these knock on effects to the culture of, um, of these guys not being able to get laid. And all we're trying to do, um, is just bring the standard up and it's better for men and it's better for women because, women want a larger pool of attractive mates that they can potentially get with right i tell women all the time i'm doing this for you i'm making guys less creepies for you so you're welcome exactly exactly and it's and you think about any other field like on the planet whether it's learning violin or learning rugby or learning whatever i mean there's a skill set to it like why would this be any different and what we and the other thing to remember is we've completely moved away from that sort of tricks and um, okay, how to manipulate a girl who doesn't really like you. I mean, all of that sort of scandalous nonsense. That was basically a mainstream uh, media narrative anyway. Um, like, we've now moved into like deep level change, like actually making the guy attractive. Like, how do you actually make a leader out of someone? Like, 
and and there's there's lots of different ways to do it. Like there is good eye contact, there's bad eye contact, there's there's knowing social situations and there's not knowing them. And like right. this is completely learnable. Like we, we all the tools are there, and we just gotta frame it correctly and get it out there. Absolutely. Uh, I guess if so, let, let's talk about like, some tactics or brass tacks or guys listening. What tips can you give guys here on how to get attraction better? <laughs> how to start getting results this weekend. They want to go out there. They don't know what to do. They, they maybe know an opener or two, or they, they saw a YouTube video. What, what can we arm them with? How do we, how do we get them some results here? Let's, let's go back to those listeners. Okay, great. Um, so a beginning guy and he's going out, he's got, he's got a couple of buddies or a buddy. Let's, to go let's out do or... three pieces of advice. Let's go of a beginner listening, an intermediate guy and an advanced guy. What, what, what would you tell them? Okay, cool. All right. So a beginner, I would say like, right on, like good stuff, like well, like coming in, get a hug from the group and like, let's, let's do this because you've made the right decision. Let's go out and let's improve stuff. So you, you've already done the hard work, right? The second thing is just try and have fun. Like you're going to go out, like if you're not so good at this at the moment, like you're going to get burnt out and that happens to me, that happens to Jared, that happens to everyone. You know what I, you know what I get all the time with that? I love that piece of advice of like actually make it fun. It's one of my mm. success. My, I believe all problems in life and trying to succeed at something, come down to one of my 25 success mantras. Maybe that's hubris. I don't know, but I can always come down <laughs> yeah. to one of these 25 things. And one of them is if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. And what, what some backlash I get for that beginner guy, because I, I know what he's thinking. The, the, the guy listening to you right now, you know, have fun, good job, go out there, just, you know, make it your own. I guarantee he's going to come back with this question or this complaint saying there's nothing fun about getting blown out. There's nothing fun about dealing with rejection. There's nothing fun about feeling like a loser when I go out at night and, and I'm not able to make it work, whatever. So I already know that negativity is fostered in one, at least one listener right now. What would you say to that guy? I, so I would say, right. It's like, you have, you have jokes of your friends, right? You, you, you have, you have a sense of humor, like you, you joke around with your buddies. Like I was literally like thinking of that um, Oompa Loompa song, you know, from the original <laughs> movie today. Right. Just like playing in my mind where it's just like, um, where the fat kid gets taken away. And it's like, I was just thinking, damn, I wish I could like, cause we were all locked down in, in England. I was like, so damn, I wish I could go out and just talk shit to a girl about this song. But it's like, because I find it funny. So that's the thing, right? It's like, what, what are you joking around with, with your friends anyway? Just do that. Just joke around with your friends and then just tap a girl on the shoulder and just just say the same thing to her. Just like, oh, what do you right. think about this? What do you think about the Oompa Loompa song? Like, <laughs> like the guy in the Oompa Loompa song says, like, I don't like the look of it. And it's like, do you like the look of it? <laughs> like, it's just like stupid, nonsensical stuff. Like, remember, like, they, they're just girls. They're just other humans. Like, it doesn't right. necessarily matter so much, like, their opinion of you. But you're, but that's, it's easy for me to say, and it's difficult for you to internalize. You've just got to sort of trust in me and trust in Jared and go out there and do that. So that what, would be the first. What well, about the intermediate guy? What would you say? Yeah. So that's the beginner guy. Just try and go out, have fun. Well done for just giving it a go in the first place. Get out of your head. So, yeah. yeah Self-amuse and go from there. Intermediate guy, I would say, okay, you can, you're going out, you can pull occasionally, um, and uh, and that you want to just get a little bit more consistency, right? Um, maybe you want to get, you've been getting girls that you're okay attracted to, but you'd like to get girls you're really attracted to. Um, so I would say like, again, we, we mentioned leadership before. I think that's huge, right? So just to, if you're, if again, Ghost doesn't necessarily say that this is the way to do it, but if you want to pull 
a girl home to yours or back to hers consistently, leading her around physically is the best way to do it, right? So, um, so do that. So like I said, I mentioned before, like literally what, go and talk to a girl. Now there's, we have a linear model to, lot, to game a lot of the time, right? So it's like, go over, open, talk shit to her. Once mm. she's attracted, that's the hook point. So now she doesn't want you to leave anymore. Once you've hit this point, now lead her around, right? So literally, like, it sounds bad, but obviously consensually and, and it's fine. Like, just, hey, just come over here. Like, just let, let's just go five uh, foot down the bar. Like, just come with me. You're getting her used to just following me. Like, so do, like, do you know who John Sin is? Back uh, in the, the porno guy, right? Uh, he was known oh, as a king of. He was known as a king of content. He had that. Um, he had a little bit of a. He had a lip ring. He shaved his head. He spoke to me a few yeah. conventions. You, sin with two N's. S I N N. Do you know? What I do. Yeah, I do recognize. Wasn't he in the game? I think uh, so. There's sin with one N who was in the game. Right. And right after come around 2004, after right. the, game, the game was written, sin with two N's came in. No relation. Didn't know about each right. other. Um, and he started doing this. Anyway, long story short. So he was my wing, uh, for about six months, nonstop here in Florida. And what you just said, like brought me back because I, I've heard him on stage a bunch of times. And one thing he would always say is like, listen, you always have the, oh shit button. If at any point you're just going, oh shit, I don't know what to do. Take the girl by the hand and just lead her somewhere. Hey, let's go over here. Yeah. Hey, let's go do yeah. this. And one, it gets your it gets you used to following you around and you leading. And number two, it gives you some time to figure out what the fuck do I want to do now? And he just yeah. put it the oh shit button. Yeah, and it's got, and the other thing, just if you're, I mean, like you say, most of the audience here know, won't know what's up. But if you're new to this sort of content, all of this is consensual. So the, like, if she's got any resistance to doing that, that's fine. It's like, okay, no, no problem. Like, oh, do you want to come outside? Like, come with me to have a cigarette? And she's like, oh, actually, I don't smoke and it's cold. I don't want to come. No problem. Like, I'll, I'll go outside, have a cigarette quickly and just come back in. Right, the so idea anyways. is not to force, it is to persuade. If, yeah, if, yeah. I, 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 oh my God, funny enough, I, you know, a lot of my calls, my guys are always asking the questions like, how do I make her go on a date with me? How do I get her to text me back? How do I get her to do this? Get her to do that, get her to do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're, you're thinking about it wrong. You're thinking, yeah. how do I get? Well, yeah. I'm always thinking, how do I create desire so that yeah. she wants to do those things herself? And then I'll ask for it. Like the best time to ask a girl to go on a date is when she has a desire to go on a date with you. So yeah. I'm not trying to use trickery or trying to do some crazy tactic shit of like, how do I trick this girl or really make her go on a date yeah. with me where she can't say no, she has to go on the date with me. It's the wrong form of thinking. I want it to be, by the time I ask her to go on a date with me, she goes, yes. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. Like she yeah. feels like she won. Right. Yeah. Like I don't have sex with a girl or go for sex until the girl's with like I'm turning around and I go for arousal as much as possible. The desire mm. sex happens when the girl whispers, do you have a condom? Like right. that's right. how I know. That's why there's no, you know, LMR or or dealing with problems in bed, because if you're creating the desire, this doesn't happen. It's all those yeah, yeah, problem yeah. points of like getting, you know, LMR or any of that kind of shit. It, or, or like girls not want to meet up on a date. She's not meeting up on the date. She's not answering back. She's, she's all these problems come from, I'm trying to get a girl to do something versus really the problem is right before that is you didn't build up the desire. I don't know anyone. I mean, Kieran, if you're hungry, right? If you're fucking yeah. hungry for food, I don't think I have to use any trickery or, or crazy persuasion or anything to get you to want to go out for lunch. Exactly. You know, exactly. like, 
so when people are like, how do I get Kieran to go out to lunch with me? <laughs> get, get him hungry. Yeah, get him yeah, really yeah. hungry and offer it. Like, that's how I, that's how I think about this. Or a really simple analogy. I, I just use as a model is like, um, it'd be like a comedian. Like, this is like what you're saying, the guy's saying. It's like a comedian going on stage and just being like, how do I get the audience to laugh? It's like, be funny. <laughs> that's the answer. Yeah. How do I get her to do this? Like, be attractive enough that she wants to do it. That, that's literally the answer. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, so okay, so that brings us to what advanced. the advanced guy, right? Advanced guy. So the advanced guy. So you're you you can um bring a girl home pretty pretty easily. Um you just maybe you just want an absolute stunner as a girlfriend, or um yeah, let's let's say you want that. That's what a lot of guys want, right? So it's like so now you're going up to girls in the club who are very physically attractive and they've heard it all before, right? So they um they're not giving you as much up front. They're not, so basically, so going back to that model, you're not going to hook them as quickly. You're going to have to just, the industry calls it plowing. So you're gonna to need to just, just hang in there a little bit. And what I would say to you, if, you're, if you don't have this piece of the puzzle yet, is momentum, 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 momentum. So, and that's on a micro level for the night out. So if you're like, I mean, when I'm going on a night out, it's like, I'm talking to the guy in the cab, then I'm talking to the first person to see. I'm just like, just building up, building up. And it's like, you are going to hit this point at the end of the night where you really just, you're not thinking about it anymore. And good things just tend to happen at that point. I mean, you'll, you'll speak to a girl who you, who's your perfect sort of physical type and it will just, it will just be natural at that point. You'd have just gone through maybe, you'd have talked to like 30 different people your dog's just kind of laughing your bed there. <laughs> yeah, I was making sure he's not being mischievous, but yeah. Um, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, um, I think well, yeah, that's a huge one. Yeah, and then unlike on a macro level as well, so um, if you want to consistently get to this point where um, you're, uh, you're seeing girls that you think are really physically attractive, um, yeah, it's going to be momentum through, through the days, the weeks, the months, mm -hmm. the years. It's just like stacking this on top of each other. Versus the whole start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, and then yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's like any other muscle, right? It's like you don't go to the gym for four months. It's mm -hmm. going to be tricky when you come back. So these are, so you guys heard it here. These are the ways of getting your shit together. Uh, <laughs> if these, so if any guys listening want to learn more about you or reach out to you, what's their best course of action here? What, what, what do we do? Definitely. So I would say the best thing to do is probably our YouTube channel, which is Ghost, which is G-O-S-T, and then dating and lifestyle. It's a little bit of a mouthful, but it's G-O-S-T, dating and lifestyle. And then Instagram as well, we're um, ghost, G-O-S-T, underscore dating, underscore, underscore lifestyle. Um, and my Facebook page is ghost dating and lifestyle as well. So, um, so that'd be great, yeah. All right, well, Garen, dude, thank you so much for being here and dropping some knowledge bombs for the guys. I appreciate it. I'm sure they do as well. Thank you very much, Evan. I really appreciate um, you giving me uh, the opportunity. So, yeah, I'm really always a pleasure to chat to you as well, personally. So. Of course.